Hello and welcome to episode 404 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow all our fruit, vegetables and herbs in my garden and allotment. Now it is the first podcast in July which means today I have a list of tasks that we can do and a few seeds that we can sow throughout this month and there's lots to keep us very busy. But before that as always we have the diary with what I've been up to. It is Saturday the 3rd of July 2021 and I've had a day at home today and I think it's safe to say today has been mostly involved making compost. Now at the moment this seems a fitting because I'm just sat on my sub pod which many of you will know is my underground composting system which doubles up as a seat and I think it's fantastic in all honesty for if you want to compost in a small space or hide your compost bins the sub pod is definitely the way to do it but anyway what I've been doing today is well my wife started weeding out the front of our house the driveway and which we have out there mostly where we park our vehicles so I've got the wife's got her car and I've got my work van which park out there on the driveway we don't really have much going on certainly no edibles out there once she was weeding the front I was weeding the vegetable beds and we threw all these weedings onto the lawn then I got a new hedge trimmer this week a battery powered hedge trimmer Ryobi which I'll be talking about a little bit later on and I pruned some of our bushes out the front of our house and some in our back garden as well now the softer easier stuff also got thrown onto the lawn where I ran over those bits with our lawnmower now I used my battery lawnmower at first and I didn't think it was going to be able to cope with it but I was wrong it actually did cope with it quite well it did run out of battery quite quickly because it's having to work harder and because I've got three batteries I kept changing them out but they did run out before any of the others had the chance to charge so that was wasn't brilliant and after about two rounds of this I did go get my petrol lawnmower. I had to go get some petrol in it. Fired it up and I started doing it with that. And I've got to say, the petrol lawnmower did chop it a lot faster and a lot better. However, after a few minutes of running, it started playing around. So it's something I'm going to have to either repair or get rid of. It depends. But, But the battery lawnmower finished the job off and actually... I was surprised just how well the battery-powered lawnmower did cope at chopping all this stuff up. Now, the thicker branches, the woodier branches, I ran through my shredder that I bought last year. And that did a great job, actually. It's a bit noisy, so I saved it for the, the woodier material. And all this does, both the shredding and running over everything with the lawnmower, is it chops it up all nice and small, which means it all goes into the compost bin a lot easier because it's already chopped down, uh, fit a lot more in there, and it rots down into compost a lot quicker. So that's filled up most of my compost bins here at home, and that'll mean soon we can start turning well I actually turned some of the compost today that had been previously made basically got my aerator which is like a hollow tube I stick down 
and as I pull it up it just moves all the compost around to allow plenty of air throughout the system it mixes it up nicely it really does help at making good compost to be able to do this I use a pitchfork in the past and just twist it and turn it or my sub pod actually came with a, a nice little corkscrew type aerator and again this is all to help make some good compost now that has basically taken us all day doing all that, it, mainly because I'm so finicky and I want everything chopped up nice and small. But we did spend a bit of time in the veg patch, like I said, we, we pulled up a few weeds, I thinned out some carrots and some parsnips, uh, I tied in some peas and tomatoes and basically everything in here is growing very, very well. In our patio area, I've also had a bit of a sort out up there. I had a few plants and pots that the plants had died, so I've just removed the compost from those and composted the rest of the remainder. Um, and I've also cleared away some of the stones that I've used as like a mulch on top of some of my plants in the past. One of those jobs that takes a while and I'm still not sure about using stones as a mulch. Anyway, that, that's neither here nor there. So that's what I've been up to today. A busy but productive day again here in the home plot. <laughs> so it is Sunday the 4th of July 2021 and I'm down on the allotment today. Now, uh, I've spent a few hours down here. First thing I did was, of course, go around with a strimmer. This is becoming a weekly job that I'm just trying to keep on top of, just walking around with a strimmer and strimming the grass areas. And it's paying off because it's certainly taking less and less time in order to do that. Now, after that, I went to the beds where I had onions and shallots growing in them, which were removed, just shutting the greenhouse door, they were removed last week. Now, what I've done in these is I've placed a bag of compost over the top as a mulch. I had to buy the compost in, I'm afraid, purely because I haven't been able to produce enough or have any available to cover these beds over. And then what I've done is I've planted out in one bed a load of small tomato plants that I had to go and spare. Now these tomato plants are acting as a bit of an experiment. What I've done is I've planted them in close together. And this is a, a method that I've heard James Wong talk about. And what we do is we let them grow until they produce one truss of flowers. And then we nip them off or cut the top above that truss off. Basically then we're only allowing each plant to produce one truss of flowers. Now these should then go on to produce tomatoes and they should produce pretty big tomatoes from what James Wong was telling me. Um, and this enables us to grow them quite close together. You don't get a huge amount of tomatoes but one truss is probably enough especially if they're big. And because this bed is going to be really empty until September, October I figured I'll give it a try and if it produces some small tomatoes or big tomatoes and a few of them then well at least that area has been put to use. 
Now in the other bed I've, I've sown some radish and planted out a few other plants, kohlrabi and various other things that are basically going to be pretty quick to grow but we can turn them around rather easily. And then again this bed is going to be growing garlic in them come September, October time. So I want these to be turned over quick so I can just produce some food, not waste a bed and then come that time pot plant them back up. Now after that I've fed the sweet corn with some chicken manure pellets. The sweet corn bed has established rather well, I've made no losses. So and the sweet corn itself does seem to be growing quite well but I just figured a bit of chicken manure pellets wouldn't do any harm. So I've scattered a couple of handfuls of that over the bed and I gave it all a good watering. And then onto the garlic bed. Now I spoke about the garlic last week and what I've done is I've actually harvested some of the garlic or all the garlic except for the spring sown garlic and from what I can see the spring sown garlic is definitely a lot smaller and doesn't seem to have split into cloves from the one that I have harvested but it's still a bit early but basically I've got all these garlic out I've um, pot them in the greenhouse to dry out and then we'll give it time to see just how they are a bit later on. So that's what I've been up to today. This allotment is certainly taking a lot of work and it's not, I don't feel I'm using it to its fullest yet but um, I've got the home plot using a lot more up of my time at the moment so uh, swings and roundabouts. Right, let's see if I can get down here on Monday. It is Monday the 5th of July 2021 and I'm back in the podding shed at the moment. Pop it on my chicken has just walked in to get out of the rain. Ah, rain again. Anyway, what am I up to today? Well, I'm sowing some seeds. Now, last night I actually sowed some basil and this is a red-leaved basil, one that I quite like. And I've sown six 12-inch pots of that. And these will basically go on to give us basil, obviously. But hopefully uh, we can have a few pots outside, some in the kitchen, some in the greenhouse. Just all over the place in order to give us plenty of basil over the next few months. And this is what I'm thinking at the moment. Currently I'm thinking ahead in order to keep sowing seeds, in order to keep food coming in. It's very easy to forget that we need to keep sowing seeds, but actually if we can sow some seeds now, such as cabbages and cauliflowers, which is what I'm doing today, these will provide us with cabbages and cauliflowers winter and into the spring. Now I'm going to be talking about this a lot more a bit later on so I won't get into details too much on that but in terms of what I'm actually sowing today so uh, now the cabbage is a Savoy January King 3. You can sow that now it'll probably be harvested in January February time and for the cauliflower it's a Italian red variety that I'm sowing and I haven't got a label that tells me exactly what it is that's indoors at the moment. I've realised I've forgotten it inside. Uh, but I sowed some of these last week, I'm just last month, sorry. I'm just sowing some more in order to keep them. These are just going in my seed trays that I often use. Seed sowing compost that I've still got plenty of. And they'll go into the tray underneath some glow lights where 
and they'll get plenty of light just to get them germinated and growing. We've got thyme and we've got some even some cacti still in here that are grown from seed. At the moment everything seems to be moving outside quite nicely and doing well. So that brings this diary section up to date. What have you been up to in your own allotments and gardens? Please do let me know. And I'm going to run one of my commercial breaks and then I will meet you back in the podding shed where I'll be discussing what we can do throughout July and what seeds we can sow throughout July. Well, hopefully you're enjoying this podcast so far. We'll be back with the content in just a moment, but I just want to take this opportunity to ask if you would consider becoming a member of the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Members Club. It costs just £5 a month, and for that £5, it enables me to keep the podcasts going and encourage more people to grow their own food. But in return, what you will get for that £5 is each month you get several packets of seeds sent directly to your front door, and these seeds can be sown in that corresponding month. Added to that, you will get behind-the-scenes podcasts, videos, blog posts, a lot more content for your money. To find out more and become a member, head to thevegroundpodcast.co.uk and click on the Supporting Members link. Well, I mentioned during the diary section a couple of things, but the first thing I said was about a hedge trimmer that I've brought. Now, this is the Ryobi OHT 1845, 18 volt, 1 plus, cordless, 45cm hedge trimmer. That's a mouthful, I know. I've added a link into the blog post if you are interested in this. Now, I thought what I'll do, each month I tend to buy something for the garden. I'll do a review at the beginning of the month and then a review after a month's worth of use. So we've got this hedge trimmer this month and I've got to say I pulled it out of the box. I plugged my battery in. I removed the sleeve that protects the blades and it was ready to go. It was as easy as that. Straight away I could feel it was quite nice and light. Very, very simple to use. And when I started using it on my hedge, it cut the hedge very, very quickly. So I was very, very pleased with that. It's nice, small and light, but yet big enough that it will do the job really well for my size garden. And the batteries, the 1 amp, the 2 amp and the 5 amp batteries I have all work very well in this. And in fact, I used a 1 amp battery in it and it cut our hedge with plenty of juice left still in the battery. So it's not a hedge trimmer that uses a lot of juice. So very, very pleased with it. Of course, we'll use it a lot more over this next month and throughout the rest of its life, effectively. So we'll give you another review in a month's time. Now, to follow this up, last month, of course, I brought my lawnmower, another YAB1 33cm lawnmower. Now, after a month's worth of use, I'm very glad I bought this. It is so much easier to use than a petrol lawnmower. It's light, packs away very small into the shed, comes out the shed very easily, sets up in seconds, plug the battery in, and off we go, and we're cutting the lawn. Now, I said when I bought the lawnmower that I did have to buy the 5 amp hour battery for it to be any use. Well, what I found, now that my lawn is at the same level all the way round I can do it with even the one amp hour battery as long as I do it regularly 
So I'm very, very happy with the lawnmower. It's done very, very well for me over the weekend, cutting down or chopping up all our hedge trimmings. So overall, very, very pleased with this lawnmower. And I'm so much happier using this than petrol lawnmowers. Now, of course, we will probably refer back to this every now and then and see how we get on. This is going to be a regular feature, a monthly feature, just talking about a product that I've bought and my initial assessment and how we get on with it. So if you've got any ideas of any tools that you think need a review, then let me know. I should say I'm not sponsored by any company. No company has given me any of these tools that I will be reviewing. These were all brought by me out of my own fair hand, out of my pocket. Okay, so what I want to get into today is something else that I mentioned in the diary section, and that is the sowing seeds. Now, I'm sowing seeds at the moment with the view that we're going to give us crops through the winter months and into spring. And I genuinely do believe that the key to successful growing all year round is to think ahead. Added to this, this is the first episode in July. And so it's time to list a few seeds that we can sow throughout July. And many of these I will be sowing myself. Now, I have added this list to the blog post for this episode. So if you don't remember everything or can't get a pen and paper to write everything down, don't worry. It's all listed on the blog post. And I've also added links to some of the seeds that I will be using. Now, I'll start with some seeds that we can just squeeze in now if we're very quick, and that is dwarf French beans and runner beans. Both of these beans can be very successful in order to give us a late crop, and I shall be certainly sowing some of these myself. We can also sow another batch of carrots for an autumn crop. As long as we keep them well watered, when sowing, they will be successful. Swiss chard is a good one to sow as it gives us some nice colours and so now it's less likely to bolt. Beetroot is also a good one to sow now as leaves and roots can both be eaten. Last year I actually managed to grow beetroot right into February by sowing at this time of year. Now for me that's a definite one to sow. Spring onions which can be sown right up to September when growing outside but it's one that every month I try and sow in order to keep a good supply of spring onions coming in. A particular variety of pea known as terrain can be sown this month too and this variety is rumoured to be the best variety for the best pea for late harvesting. Cabbages, cauliflower and kale all of which are brassicas. These can be sown throughout July and they can provide us with some really good fresh food into the winter and into the spring. So really worth doing. In fact, brassicas, it's possible to have food every day of the year coming in from the garden by growing our brassicas. Now I also find it's a good time to sow oriental vegetables such as pak choy or Chinese cabbage, which will grow absolutely fine outside but they do benefit with, with some protection later on in the season. Let's not forget about salad crops, salad leaves, radish, radicchio, chiricchi, all of which can be sown this month for some great salads. And finally, of course, we have herbs. I always like to sow herbs, and I try and make sure that I sow herbs every month. This month, I'll be sowing basil, 
parsley and coriander. Parsley and coriander are also less likely to bolt when sown at this time of year. Another herb that we can sow is fennel. Personally, I don't like fennel, so I'm probably not going to be growing it myself, but it's one that I can add to this list. Now, lots of seeds there to sow and certainly lots to keep us very, very busy. But what other tasks can we tackle throughout July? Now, most important, of course, is to keep harvesting your crops. There should be plenty of food coming in now, such as potatoes, strawberries, peas and so on. So we want to harvest these, but we also want to be able to preserve them either in the freezer or canning, anything like that. This is going to be a subject I'm going to talk about in a bit more detail in a future podcast about how to preserve our homegrown goodies. Keep an eye out for blight on potatoes and tomatoes. With how wet it's been this year, I'm surprised I haven't had any blight warnings, but I'm keeping a close eye and making sure that if I see any signs of blight, I take action. Now, tomatoes, you might well get some side shoots which need pinching out. These branches tend to just waste the plant's energy and don't produce any tomatoes. What you're looking for when it comes to these is like a little branch that comes from between the main stem and the side branch. And I simply just pick those off. It's possible to replant them so you can get some more plants, but I don't think you'll get away with it in the UK. I would usually be saying July can be very, very dry at times, so keep watering the plants. However, we've had a lot of rain lately, and although showers are forecast for the next week, after that we could finally get some hot spells. So keep an eye on the weather and just keep an eye on your plants with regards to watering. Any plants that need to be potted up, such as peppers or chilies, pot them up, especially if they're in a small pot. And what I like to do is just look on the bottom. If roots are starting to come out the bottom of a pot, it's time to pot them up. Keep training in cucumbers and other climbing plants. Aubergines and courgettes benefit from having the tops pinched out in order to create bushier plants. Just simply nip off the top of the plants. Now keep an eye out for cabbage white eggs on your brassica plants. Check underneath the leaves and squish any eggs that you might find. These caterpillars will destroy your plants overnight given half a chance. So do keep a close eye. Of course nets will help keep them off but I don't like nets. And keep on top of the weeds of course and keep feeding your plants and don't forget to remove any dead or dying foliage. Now this tip actually goes a long way to help keep your plants slug and snail free. Well I think that is a lot to keep us very busy this month so I think I need a good night's sleep in order to have the energy to go through all this. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you want to find out more, then head to the veggrowpodcast.co.uk. Leave a comment or you can leave a voicemail directly on our website. You can email me richard at veggrowpodcast.co.uk or you can find me on social media. Just search for the Veggrow Podcast. We will be back again next week. So until then, please take care. Mm-hmm.